Good. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining. I heard this somewhere. You could be anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me. <laughs> Sometimes I can be so lame. Um, I am Dr. Sheikah Square. I help uh, business owners, more specifically women business owners. The majority of my clients are women. Um, and so, you know, I, I would I would say that's my niche, but I do have some men that come to me uh, for coaching to especially taxes. Now taxes, it's you know it's a mix. Um, for business taxes, it's a mix, but for coaching and people wanting to grow their businesses, grow their mind, the majority of my clients are women, uh, and more specifically, many of them are women of color. But you know that that ranges as well. Um, so I help business owners and leaders of organizations, because I have worked with people who were not entrepreneurs, shift their mind, shift their pockets, shift their business, shift their leadership so that they can live the best life possible, have freedom of finances, understanding of finances, because it is a big part. And, you know, some people don't like to talk about that, but it is a big part of your quality of life so i guess you know if we had to sum it up i help people drastically improve their quality of life what i want to talk about today is exactly that so i've been doing this for quite some time i've been doing this for quite some time um and if you're watching it live let me know if it's a bit delayed but i've been doing this for a while and you know I am not foolish enough to think that I know everything or that I have arrived. I have been foolish uh, like that before. It was, I remember the year, it was 2019. And I was quite foolish to think that I had arrived. Um, that, and, and what I mean arrived, it wasn't even financially, but that I had done all of this work on myself. I wasn't, you know, I was walking with light and love and I just, I had it, I had it together and that got debunked probably because I thought it was. So I'm not foolish enough anymore to assume that I have it all together, that there is nothing left to learn, that there is nothing left that can be poured into me. And I already know that I have many gifts and talents to give to the world. However, I am constantly wanting to be as close as possible to my highest self. So where is this going? Just, just come with me now. Because if you know anything about my coaching style, you know, you know, storytelling is a very important part of leading people. Um, because you want them to relate. So more recently, I realized a lesson that I wanted. So, you know, be very careful about what you ask for, because we think it's going to come in this pretty little box with this perfect bow and dripped in gold and diamonds. Many times it's, it doesn't, you know, but grace. Um, but recently I learned that, recently I learned that I, as much as I help other people, as much as I know I know, as much as I have done research and I have all of these degrees and money in the bank and resources that sometimes I doubt myself. Sometimes I do not rely fully or in the past, I have not fully relied on my intuition 
or I know like I know in one area of my life. I have learned how to rely on myself and fully believe what I believe, know what I know in business, in money. I move very quickly. Like I move extremely fast because it's like once the idea comes, that's what it is. And that's why I think there's a, a huge amount of success that constantly follows. I do not question. I plot out the plan, strategize, and bust a move. If the idea comes, it's how, how can I do that efficiently? But in one area of my life, I doubt myself. And that is when dealing directly with other people, more specifically in relationships. You'll see how this ties to money. So I put out this prayer uh, when doing work on, because I'm constantly doing work on myself. And that is another way to ensure that you have huge amounts of success. So I'm a, I'm a back out of this to come back to it. So I listen to a lot of gangster rap. I'm just saying, I'm from New Orleans, born and raised, grew up in the hood. We used to live in the projects. I mean, you know, you could take a girl out of the city, but she still got the city in. So I listen to it, especially when I'm working out. Love it, driving. I listen to a lot of old school rappers, but a lot of, you know, serious rap. My favorite, hands down, is Nas. I don't want to hear nothing, you know, go debate somebody else. Um, but my favorite, still, to this day, is Nas. So that might date me a bit. But in a verse, he was talking about how, you know, he is like the coin El Pacino. Like, he has so much money because he bought into Bitcoin when it wasn't well-known. So he has so much money now. But one of the things that he raps about now, and you can compare it to his earlier raps, is the amount of work and therapy and evolution and forgiveness that he's done over the years and movement and understanding of himself. So he went from being wealthy to insanely wealthy. I do believe it is because he opened up his mind to be able to see ideas that he couldn't when he was bogged down with all of his trauma. So how does that relate? So there's this one area of my life, especially when dealing with other people, mostly when dealing with new relationships where I doubt myself. Like, so if I'm like, I don't really like this person, something about them um, is making me want to run. I'm going to just be vulnerable tonight. So, you know, it's making me want to run. It's making me want to be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I'll doubt that. And so recently what I learned is, okay, I put out this prayer. I want to stop doubting myself. I want to be able to move very fast and efficiently in this area as I do in all the others. You know, well-rounded, whole life approach. Um, and so I was constantly faced with questioning myself. I was asking all my friends. I was like, you know, what do you think I should do? This is how I feel. But what would you do? Um, you know, I was going to the person, ah, you know, I really ain't feeling this, but maybe I'm tripping, you know, I, I, maybe I'm tripping. So what ended up happening is I wasn't wrong. All of my intuition, all of my thoughts, all of those thoughts that go back and forth that tell you, ah, it's something about this. I just, I, I can't put my finger on it, but I'm, it's, I shouldn't be here. And we question that. Many people question it in every area of their life. So they don't see the uh, levels of success that they could if they, they bought that down, they started to trust themselves. Me, luckily, it's mainly in this one area because I don't give it enough attention, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but what came out of this that I'm so grateful for, and I'll tell you how it relates to every other area of your life, is that now 
I would be foolish. Remember, I learned my lesson in 2019 when I thought I knew it all. Now, if I question myself, I have to be a fool because I know, I know, I know. Um, and now it gives me the confidence to move again very quickly and not. So when you build a level of confidence in one area of your life, it definitely trickles over to every other area of your life. So building confidence in this area to know, okay, I must learn to fully trust myself in this area will only exacerbate how I trust myself in money, how I trust myself in business, how I trust myself with, I don't know, how I trust myself in dealing with every other area of my life because I've built this new level of confidence. What's my point? In case you, you're not with me, I, I always like to make it plain. When you do a level of work on yourself, because if you follow me on any of my pages, anywhere, and you do more than just listening from time to time, you know that I talk about working out, I talk about, you know, making sure your mental is clear, just all of these things. What I find is when you really do work on yourself and you move out the resistance and the gunk that's blocking you, from making decisions. We, we can go at a very minimal level. You move the gunk out that has you procrastinating, that has you fearful of making decisions, that keeps you in business relationships or personal relationships too damn long. When you move out whatever trauma or um, indecisiveness that is blocking that, what happens is you allow yourself to be more open to ideas more open to opportunities that may flourish your bank account, that may flourish your life, that may flourish your family life. You open yourself up to possibilities to be around people, around people who can speak into you. When I did a lot of work on myself, since y'all saying I'm speaking to you, I'm gonna get a little more vulnerable. I'm digging all in my head. When I did, when I started to do like really dive into myself, I've always done work on myself. I've always wanted to be the best version of myself. I just got really, uh, keyed into how to do that um and I'm still learning because I'm not foolish enough anymore to think that I know it all but I started to have I, I used to have friends that sucked I don't know how to say it yeah I mean, you know who you are I used to have really bad friends which means I probably wasn't a, the best friend I was closed off didn't like affection didn't share much I had really terrible work I mean they sucked just awful I probably, I was always a good girlfriend. I mean, but I wasn't open. I wasn't very kind, you know, just very closed off. But when I did the work on myself for all kind of vast reasons, I mean, it was Katrina, there was trauma, there was just all of these things. When I did this work on myself, what I found is even if the friendships are short, I have friends that I've met in my adult life that have been very long-term friends. And if they ever left, I would cry, but I cry a lot, but I would really cry. Um, but what I find is whether it's a long friendship or a seasonal friendship, they're more compatible. We get along better. We share more. We like each other more. I attribute that to the fact that now I can attract people that like me because I like myself. When I cried in my closet, I've talked about this before on the phone. My friend, I just can't, this is so stressful. And I was broke, broke. And I was crying in my closet and I resolved to not, I resolved to not 
continue to struggle and chase money. I result, that was the result. When I sit in my closet, um, when I stood in my closet, I cried, fell all on. I mean, I was not, my back used to be hurting all bad and stuff. Um, and I resolved that I was not going to chase and struggle when it came to money. Resolved, meaning that I'm going to do it differently because the way I'm doing it does not work. And money started to rush in. I, I made my first six-figure month. I was like, what? This is real. You know, I mean, within like 30 days. When I did this work on myself, now it's it's scary sometimes because I still have to get rid of the, uh, what did Eminem, I think it was Eminem or Nas, calls it, um, yes, because I, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I've listened to my rap. Um, they called it, uh, I think, poverty something, but they use, but a lot of philosophers call it a poverty mindset. You grow up broke, you grow up in a project, you grow up around a lot of struggle, you start to feel that that is what it is. And even when you get a ton of money and you don't struggle anymore, the fear will sometimes creep up. Like, should I buy this? Oh my God, I spent so much money. And then you make it right back. So then you get over it. It builds your confidence. But when I do, when I did this work on myself, opportunities started to come. I could see the opportunities and I could take advantage of them. When I did this work on myself, preparation met opportunity and I could move. Nipsey said that. When I did this work on myself, I was kinder to people who may have did something to me. And so I didn't feel guilty and I could go to sleep at night. When I did this work on myself, when stuff happens, I move quicker out of anger and trauma and frustration and disappointment and know that I'll be okay because I've done the work to be okay and life is great and then you know you might have a hiccup or a very big disappointment but you have to hold on to the idea that it'll be okay because you've done this work so I've learned a new lesson in the last couple of weeks that in that particular area that I pray for I must trust myself and because I've built that level of confidence and I, I was already ready for that lesson, who wants it though, right? I mean, I cannot tell you that I'm sitting like, yes, give me these lessons that's going to knock the wind out of me and make me want to cry. But then I understand this was good, um, which is my friend's favorite saying. And you want to hang up in her face. And she said, this is good. This is good. Um, I realized that this level of confidence will boost every other area. And now I can move efficiently in my whole life. So when you do the work in your whole life and you accept lessons in your whole life, you get abundance in your whole life. You get better friends. You get better relationships. Even though I'm going to go here. Even though I'm single, right? Even the people I date, even, I mean, they, they have some stuff with them. I'm not going to lie to you. But even the stuff with them is different than the stuff that I had to deal with back in the day when I hadn't done work on myself. It's, it's, it's stuff you can, you can you know, not tolerate and stay, but like, oh, but I'm going to go. It ain't even extreme fireworks and dramatics at the end. It's like, yeah, this, I'm good. And so I wanted to come on and I wanted to talk about the fact that when you allow yourself to go through things that build your confidence in one area it helps to boost you in other areas because and vice versa I didn't talk about that 
when you allow, when you have learned lessons, maybe in another area, and you're wondering, I'm speaking to myself now, why another area is slow progression, that confidence in this other area is helping you to be ready and strong enough to deal with the lessons in an area where you may have lacked your entire life because of the way you grew up or something that hurt you. I have a friend, something, something hurt her. She still ain't uh, revealing. But when you build, like when your finance is okay, you know, there's, uh, what is it? I, I want to say Malone, but it's not Malone. But the hierarchy of needs. When your, your food and your water and your shelter is okay, it gives you the confidence and the space to deal with your money and your clothing. And then when that's okay, it gives you the confidence to try to build relationships and love and things of that. And then that gives you the confidence to seek out your higher self. So that hierarchy of needs, and I'll get the name of it. I can't, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I think it's Maslow's. Okay. Um, but when you build confidence in your pockets, it helps you be able to understand that you don't have to depend on a relationship and you can bounce if it's not working, if it's not pouring into you, if it's not allowing you to flourish and be your highest self because you're not depending on it for something else. When you have loving and nurturing relationships, it gives you the support to go out and make more money. So that's why all of this is related. And I don't think I've ever broken it down like that, but I did just now so let it forever be broken because i just broke it down um 